my faithful and loyal readers and listeners. Welcome to another segment of Verse of the Day. Today's verse comes from Acts 4, 12, and it says, Salvation is found <coughs> in no one else, for there is another name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. So today's verse should cause us to ask one very important question. What about those who never hear about Jesus? So while there may be no satisfactory answer to that question, <clears throat> the Bible is clear about the exclusive claims of Christ. We also know God is merciful and absolutely just. It seems to contradict what we know of his nature. If he did not account for the disadvantage of those who through no fault of their own have never heard of Jesus. So from another perspective, we have to say that even those who have heard the name of Jesus do not deserve to be saved. Because salvation is always the result of God's love for us, not our love for Him. It is our, it is His grace, not our efforts, that save us. Still, God's grace requires a human response. As Christians, we have a responsibility to make Christ known in all the world, so people have the opportunity to respond. Ultimately, we can trust God to judge the world justly. Today's Bible readings are Deuteronomy 23-25, Luke 10, 13-37, Psalm 75, 1-10, and Proverbs 12, 12-14. So that concludes our verse of the day segment. Day 94 of our For the Bible in One Year segment, with our focus being on Luke 10, 25 through 37, which says that an expert in the law stood up to test him, saying, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He, Jesus, asked him, the, <clears throat> the expert in the law, how do you read it? He, the expert in the law, answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and all your soul, and all your strength, with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. You've answered correctly, he, being Jesus, told him, the teacher of the expert in the law, do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, Who is my neighbor? So this expert in the law was trying to trap Jesus with his question. So Jesus took up the question and said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him, beat him up, and fled, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road. When he saw him, he passed by on the other side. 
In the same way, a Levite, when he arrived at the place and saw him pass by on the other side, but a Samaritan on his journey came up to him. When he saw the man, he had compassion. He went over to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on olive oil and wine. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an end, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him. When I come back, I'll reimburse you for whatever extra you spend. Which of these three do you think proved <coughs> to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The one who showed a mercy to him, he said. Then Jesus told him, Go and do the same. <coughs> So in today's passage, there are two big questions we should be asking ourselves. Why did Jesus include a priest, Levite, and a Samaritan in this story? And who is my neighbor? So the first question we should ask is, why did Jesus include a priest, a Levite, <coughs> and a Samaritan in this story? So to see that, we've got to go back and look at verses 30-35, which says, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him, beat him up, and fled, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, and saw him, he passed by on the other side. <clears throat> In the same way, a Levite, when he arrived at the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan on his journey came up to him, and when he saw the man, he had compassion. He went over to him and bandaged his, bandaged his wounds, pouring, olive, pouring on olive oil and wine. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him. When I come back, I'll reimburse you for whatever extra you spend. So Jesus included three kinds of individuals in this story, raising three kinds of expectations among his listeners his listeners. <clears throat> so a priest was God's representative, and a Levite was the priest's assistant. So these men were so-called examples of righteousness, <clears throat> but yet they passed by the man who had been set upon by the robbers. The Samaritan, on the other hand, was despised for his ethnic and religious impurities, and as such he would have been expected to walk on by. And that leads us to the most important question in today's passage. And that question is the final question we need to understand, is who is my neighbor? After Jesus told this story, here's what he said <clears throat> to this expert of the law, to this scribe. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the 
hands of the robbers, the one who showed mercy to him, and said, Then Jesus told him, Go and do the same. So that's verses 36 and 37. So Jesus gets back to the whole point of this story, which is, Who is my neighbor? Which was the original question that this expert in the law had asked Jesus in order to trap him. <clears throat> so his point in telling this story was that the Samaritan proved he was a good neighbor by his gracious actions toward the man who had been attacked by robbers. It was impossible for the scribe to avoid acknowledging that it was the Samaritan who showed mercy. And Jesus' reply to go and do the same emphasized that Jews should love their Samaritan neighbors, even as the good Samaritan in the story had acted in love toward a Jew. So then the question should be, who then is your neighbor? So very simply, your neighbor is everyone you come into contact with as you go about your daily life. Everyone you come in contact with as you go about your daily life. And tomorrow's Bible readings are Deuteronomy 26 through 27. Luke 10, 38 through 11, 13, Psalm 76, 1 through 12, and Proverbs 12, 15 through 17.